reason the Fight Laugh Feast conference is crucial is the combination of those words. Christians need to learn how to fight, they need to learn how to laugh, and need to learn how to feast. The next Reformation, what will it look like? Probably a lot like what we're seeing here at this particular conference. We need to say what the prophets said and do what the prophets did. Jesus has said, every square inch is mine. We need to be more combative than we are. We need to be more cheerful than we are. And we need to be more given over to celebration. The joy of the Lord is our strength. As in all things, we start with the Lord. We need to use our entire toolkit. And I think that a lot of Christians, there are certain tools that they haven't traditionally used. Jesus, when dealing with spiritually dangerous things, Jesus tells the truth in hard ways. He used a serrated edge. We're on a field of battle, and we fight until the king relieves us of duty. And if we have him with us, we really cannot lose. When we're fighting, we're singing, much like the Israelites as they sent their choir out in front to lead their armies into battle with song. The rules of engagement have got to be defined by the dictums of Christ. The world is asking all kinds of questions, and we've got the answers. We need to look like the church described in the scriptures, which is a church that despairs of its own competency and lays hold of the grace and the mercy of Christ. God put dragons in the world so that we could fight them, and we should fight dragons with shouts of joy. I want to hear Masks don't work. <laughs> Masks don't work. And what's new? Stop Lockdowns it. don't work. Now that's been proven. We should try again. We're getting into a Biden 2020 president. He's going to be president. What? Biden's You've given up hope. You've given up? Uh, no, I'm not giving up. I just I just think that that's You've just given where up. I'm up. <laughs> this, is, this is just where we're going. Uh, hey, we got Dr. Jay Richards yeah, he coming in. on the show. If you guys remember, we had uh, Jay on the show uh, back in uh, our first Ooh, year I, in the business. I would like to see a show of hands. How many of you remember the first time Dr. Jay Richards was on the show? That's right. Well, no, Z- no, no one. Uh, there's like two people out there. <laughs> Actually, the, the people that we uh, have in the studio, one of them just started listening three months ago, so he would have no idea who Jay is. But Jay is the reason ago. why we're, we have such a big audience now. <laughs> <laughs> It, it all started with him. Thanks, we Jay. got we got the J bump, the J bump, <laughs> the J bump. Like Ten more people, that's, right? That's where so we're, we're at. We're really appreciative of that, especially since he's Roman Catholic. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to Cross Politic. Pastor Toby Chalk Knox and I'm still President Elect Waterboy. Uh, good to be with you. Does Biden know? Does Biden know that you're? I haven't seen. I haven't seated the election to him yet. <laughs> Uh, although I think that I'm, I'm probably going to Are you going to give your speech pretty soon? Uh, probably. My, my, uh, <laughs> we should, we should go up to like the, the capital, the, uh, the steps of our, uh, city hall and just do a yeah. concession speech. Yeah. It actually took off on Twitter when you were talking about who your cabinet was going to be. That, that went everywhere. It was like <laughs> yeah. Steve Days, so, yeah. David Bonson. Bonson. That's actually. Yeah. I, I, my cabinet was building pretty well. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, Virgil Walker, he's like, I asked him to be, no, no I asked you to be my diversity. Uh, chief or something, chief or whatever, yeah. whatever. The, what I, do they I said call I have yeah. to decline because of you know and then conflict you, of and, interest. And then you tagged Virgil Walker, right? And then Virgil Walker's like, I want to be your secretary of education, right? 
And I was like, uh, hey, that's good. I like Virgil. <laughs> are you going to just, are you going to cancel public schools? So um, that, that, I should have asked him that. Yeah, that that would be the, that's my litmus test. Like, are hey, you going to put, yeah. put yourself out of a job? Please yeah. watch. <laughs> Virgil, uh, somebody tell Virgil, uh, <laughs> let's ask him the question. He can come on and talk about what he's going to do. Hey, hey Virgil's a club member. Yeah. Oh, is he's he a club really? member. What? Wow. Yeah. Virgil? Yeah. Man, I love that brother. Hey, guys, make sure, uh, speaking of. Club members. Speaking of Virgil. Speaking of Virgil, join the club. Like Virgil. Why, why don't why don't you want to be as cool as Virgil Walker from Just Thinking? That's 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 it. That's all right. that's all I gotta say. Yeah, yeah, just I be as join, cool join as Virgil. Club. And uh this past week there's been a bunch of people sign up for our magazine. Yeah. Uh and and this one guy signed up for our magazine uh a couple times. To send it to other people. It wasn't a mistake. It's, it wasn't a mistake. Oh, no. <laughs> and, but and this, just, this has been your plan all along. This has been my plan all along. He was like, like, guys, like he came in and he pitches to us. And the first thing he said was like, and here's the thing what they're going to do. They're going to sign other people up. And we laughed at him. Yeah. We, did. we did. We laughed at but, him. And it makes like, me you laugh. I'm like, send the magazine to your friends, man. Your friends your, need this magazine. Your pastor. Yeah. Like, I don't know where it came from. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just walk back into the crowd. <laughs> Sign up. Send Somebody gave put that person. You? Put your pastor's address in there. Put Tim Keller's. I want Tim Keller to get like like a hundred magazines, so <laughs> so he can't miss it. So you guys just send it out. Grab because like, this come from. Yeah, and and you know put Democrat Tim Keller in, in the address. And Mark Devon. Yeah, Mark Devon. All, All right. right, and um, uh, what what else I have? Oh yeah, download the app, and then here we go, Toby. You go. Okay, you, is this the part? Know, this, this is, is you. the part this is where, where you go. You're, you're allowed to talk. <clears throat> this yeah. is my show today. I hope you guys know that. Apparently. All right, yeah, introducing the brand new Fight Left Feast New St. Andrews College Scholarship beginning in 2021. We we lined it under up to, a Biden administration. Yeah, we, we yep. lined yep. it up uh-huh. to begin yep. with with Biden's presidency. That's right. Because right. who doesn't want to go to New St. Andrews now that Joe Biden is the president mm. and Kami uh, Harris is his VP? In the interest of promoting hard hitting. Thoroughly biblical education for life. Cross Politics Studios is very excited to present the Fight Laugh Feast Scholarship for qualified first-year students who have been accepted to New St. Andrews College. This scholarship will fund almost half a young man's annual uh, college tuition. Because yeah. Cross Politics particularly wants to encourage young men to grow up, have backbones, take responsibility, be tough, do hard things, knock down idols, this first scholarship is specifically offered to qualified young men. It's also because we like being politically incorrect. Uh, our goal is to offer a similar scholarship for women in the next couple of years. Stay tuned. How to be considered for the Fight Laugh Feast Scholarship. Number one, apply to New St. Andrews College. That's important. you got to be accepted. And we ain't going to look at one application no, until no. you're accepted. Don't write us until you have the letter in your hand that says right. you have been accepted. Then right. uh, you can write a short essay, about a 1,000 words, explaining why you are the man to receive this scholarship. The essay should be thoughtful, good-humored, manly, and well-written. Manly. The essay should include reasons why you believe a New St. Andrews College education will equip you to live for Jesus and defy the enemies of God. Uh, you need to send that application to uh, us Feb- by February 1st. Contact at fightlefeast.com. Yeah, is that, right. is that Contact right? at fightlefeast.com. Uh, right. Send it by February 1st, okay? So uh, the Crossballs crew, that's us, Gabe the Waterboy, Chocolate Knox, myself, we will review all applications. And if there is a worthy applicant, we we'll will Skype. Sca- We'll schedule an interview yeah. Yeah. Um, with up the top the top three candidates, up to three. They will, and then we'll announce the winner of the scholarship on a cross politics show sometime in April. Looking forward to that. Um, the and then, sco- if you graduate from NSA, we'll have you probably on the show. Actually, for you know, kind of a, no, you did not talk to us. This might be your show just today, make, but we, 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 we did not approve like that. that. We don't, we don't no. do that. cross politics guys did not approve that. I don't know. Possibly. Anyways, the scholarship is for full time matriculating first year males, as defined by God and old fashioned biology at New St. Andrews College, because they know biology better than the Supreme Court. That's right. The scholarship is contingent on remaining such a student in good standing. So you have to remain full-time, matriculating, and male 
It's important. You got to remain male all the all way, way through, through. Yeah. right? Uh, <laughs> academic, and living like a faithful Christian in our community and not being a fathead, the scholarship will be revoked at any time by the cross politic gods. Again, that's us. Mm-hmm. Yep. Should a young man prove to be unworthy of this honor, so apply to New St. Andrews, get accepted, and then apply for the Fight Life Fee scholarship, um, so that you can get up to almost half your tuition covered for the first year. So back in March. Fauci said... Ooh, that was such a long time ago. Masks, three years ago? Masks don't work for the general population. Right, yeah. Dr. Right. Fauci. The, so the WHO, WHO. WHO. Said masks don't Who? work for the general population. Who? The CDC. Said masks mask. don't work Actually, for the CDC general population. Actually, CDC still has it, it, still on, has website. it on their Today, website. Today, you yeah. can read it today. It's buried in a bunch of mumbo-jumbo, but it actually says scientific studies do not show that there is any kind That's of substantial... Um, the problem is with government education, reading is kind of a problem. So. Yeah, you have to read all the way into the middle of a paragraph. Yeah, that's too much. Yeah. Who does that these days? If it's not read if, the middle paragraph. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, Short of uh, 240 <laughs> characters. That's all we got. Uh-huh, okay. Uh-huh. Um, and then uh, the CDC uh, also said uh, back uh, – actually, it, 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 um, the CDC now says – excuse now me. Says. Now. Yeah. November 5th. Number 5th. Uh, you remember how the whole thing with asymptomatic – yeah, that's um, been a problem for everybody to figure out. You know, I remember, I remember back in March and April when, when yeah. we were getting the lead on the narrative on our show. Okay, uh, we had to explain a lot of things to a lot of people, and I remember one of the things that kept coming back to me was, "Oh, but you don't know if asymptomatic are if you're asymptomatic if, if, or not, and if you're causing whether the you're spread, contagious or not. Well, or, or if asymptomatic causes the spread, right. and people who have asymptomatic right. who have right. the coronavirus but are asymptomatic are causing the spread. You don't know that." Right. You're, you're, you could be a walking around, you know, right. t- killing t- t- COVID people. bomb, you right? Killing people, right? COVID yeah. bomb. CDC yeah. COVID <laughs> said in November fifth. Um, this is my show, right? I see. I'm it's just my, no. You go ahead and play it. it. I'm, I'm just going to chill out here. You just do you. <laughs> the CDC on November fifth says COVID nineteen can be spread by people who do not have symptoms and do not know that they are infected. Okay, that's okay. what the CDC says uh, now. It says now, as November fifth. Okay. That's why it's important for everyone to practice social distancing. Where did social distancing come from again, guys? In high school. Oh, right? High schooler in Albuquerque, New Mexico, oh, right? Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. CDC is referencing on scientific yeah, studies. Because I get all my scientific from uh, high schoolers. From, from <laughs> yeah. high school girls. <sighs> and and yeah. so that's why social distancing and, and wearing masks in public settings is important. So CDC says that. Uh, Fauci. Uh, you said, uh, they said like kind of like it's a curse word. <laughs> he did, actually. Fauci. Fauci. Um <laughs> I, he disagreed, or at least did disagree with this. It seems to get lost in that question is that, as Bob said, and I agree, we would really like to see the data because if there is asymptomatic transmission, it impacts certain policies that you do regarding screening, et cetera. But the one thing historically people need to realize that even if there is some asymptomatic transmission, in all the history of respiratory-born viruses of any type, Asymptomatic transmission has never been the driver of outbreaks. The driver of outbreaks is always a symptomatic person. Even if there's a rare asymptomatic person that might transmit, rare. an epidemic is not driven by asymptomatic carriers. Fauci out. I'm with Dr. Fauci. <laughs> I'm with, well, whatever that Fauci was, Right. I'm with him. Because now he thinks mass work. Yeah, this, the general is, this is the problem when when people are your gods. Yeah, when people exactly. are your gods, they're fickle. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. right. They're capricious. They're random. That's they right. change their minds. That's right. Right. They're, it's it, it's it never works. So 
Uh, this past week, I kind of went on a little Twitter raid after I declared myself president-elect. Twitter raid? Twitter raid. You know, tirade? Twitter raid? <laughs> was that good? Again, this is, this is my show. My terminology. You're a dog-faced pony soldier. <laughs> You're King George today. Go okay. ahead. You're King, King George. George today. I finally watched this, by the way. Did you watch did you? this? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> now I get it. Was it was the song good? Did it, did it yeah, tie it's, in? It's well? absolutely ridiculous. That's hilarious. Ridiculous. Um, and so uh, I found this map that just basically is just mapping out. All the green states are the maps. Did that, you color uh, this map yourself? No, I did. Since you're this president-elect? Is, no. <laughs> I should have just scribbled <laughs> all over it. Um, all the green states are the states that have mask mandates right now. Okay. Okay. All the yellow states are the states that have some sort of, you know, either local mandate or something going some on. Some restriction. Yeah, some, some restriction sort. of some sort. Oh, my goodness. Who's, what's the red state? There? Is this America I'm looking at right what's, now? What's the red state That's there? Christy Nome. That's right. South Dakota. Man. God. South freaking Dakota. The freest place in America. God uh-huh. bless Christy Nome. It's unbelievable. Wow. And, and, and then let's go to this map. Okay, let's go to this map. Okay, this is America. Did you, col- did you color this one? I, I didn't color this one okay. either. Where'd you get it? Uh, I got it from... doesn't uh, matter. You can make it up. Yeah, I could. I could. Yeah. That's what presidents do. They just that's make a, stuff up. Fauci. Yeah. Fauci. You can make Fauci. Right. Uh, this is a map of all the states where the surges are g- going right now. A lot of these mask mandates started back in uh, July. Right. Yeah. Back yeah. in July. Right. Here we are, November. Okay. Look at all the surges. Right, the masks. Let's go back to this one more time. Yeah. I'm right okay, there. I got I got to okay, wait. wait. Let me let me repeat this. All the green states have mask mandates. Mask mandates and all the yellow states have some sort of restriction. Yeah. Okay. Let's go back to this now. <laughs> wow. Okay. Wait, yeah. wait. Look where's at sa- that. Where's South Dakota? Where's South Dakota on there? It's I mean they're surging. Are they they're Yeah. In oh, they are in SD. There. Okay. You see SD. Yeah. They're they're, but it they're but, one of the red. But it didn't matter. Yeah. It didn't matter. They're surging. If, it, if you have a mask mandate, it didn't help. Yeah. Except, uh, no, one, one, one more wait, time. Can, one more time can, here. Can, there's something that you, this map is not pointing out, though. Okay. Every one of these places that have some sort of mask mandate or that have some sort of restriction, go back. Yep. Um, and everybody's in the same situation still, right? Yeah. Except there's a difference. Okay. The one place that was red, South Dakota, still has their freedoms. Yeah, that's true. That's, exactly that's the right. massive difference between everything on this map exactly you're seeing. Right. Right. Everybody's in the same situation. We're all, we all got to go through it. We're, we, you can't yep. run from this. It's right. impossible. This is what Dr. J told us. You, right. you can't run from this. So you can, either, you can either go through it with your freedom. Or as a slave. Or as a slave. That's right. Now. And do, do you think, it's, and before you go on, because I know this is your show. Can, can I have a minute? Please. Go ahead. Um, you ain't going to get them back. Right. They're not coming that's back. Right. right. Yeah. This is set up for them to keep steamrolling down the road. So, and as our interview talks about this later, Doctor Jay Richards brings this up later. And the reason, though, is I mean, God made the world such that you can't begin to reason in a certain way. Even though people are not using reason, right? right. They are reasoning, right? That's right. And you can't use your reason in a certain way and then apply breaks that you have already said don't apply, right? So the you know you can't I mean there is no logical reason why you can't have where you you, you do not require mask mandates now every flu season. Right. That's right. Yeah. Well, well, and here's the thing. Well, before okay, can, can, can one speak? more time. Okay, one more time. Okay. Um, <laughs> do you think you only get one more? Okay, only one more. Dog gun. I better make this one count. <laughs> if do you think that they're going to start mandating masks and not forcing or mandating some sort of vaccination? Right. Why would they not? They, they're yeah. already starting to figure this out for air, right. for the airplanes right now. They're yeah. figuring out like they're, okay. They're also going to mandate sweaters if the temperature is below fifty degrees. Yeah, well, why not? There's well, absolutely and, and, no so, reason okay, why not and, to. I, I'm going to steal this one. Yeah, I, okay. you but, stole it. But then, then 
what do you think is going to happen to universal health care when we start getting that with Joe Biden? Yeah. yeah. Do you think that if I have to pay for your health care now? Joe, Joe Biden's going to neuter you. I'm, I'm, uh, He's like, no more Christian kids. Well, it, you know, it's not a far, I was thinking that was a joke, but it's not far-fetched. China's doing it already. China already does. They've already told yeah. you how many kids you can have. Right, yeah. And, and now we're telling you what you have to – we're legislating what you have to have on your face. Right. We're legislating who right. – um, go ahead, Gabe. I, you, I better All right. And then, and then I tweeted out this map, okay, Colorado – Oh, this when, is, when did the mask mandate happen in Colorado? July uh, when did it start? July 16th. July 16th. And then it was extended. Yep. It's been extended. The 12th. Right. And then the September 13th. And then October 11th. This is and wh- then they extended it November 9th. This is the definition of insanity. Well, this is what idolatry does. <laughs> yeah. Doubles it, down. This, this is what you do. When, right. when you worship false gods, right. they make you stupid. And they make you stupid to the to the extent that you keep serving them, even though they're killing you. Yeah, that's even right. though you're they're taking dest- away your freedom, they're, they're maiming you, they're destroying yep. you, and you keep serving them more. Can I just jump in real quick again? Yeah, I, please. I'm gonna steal this. My please. second one, I'm gonna steal. I think, can I just say what you? You're said? a free man. What you just said was amazing. I was just thinking about. I watch a large amount of news because that's part of my job. No one ever talks about the religious undertones in what's happening right now. Right. I just want to take the moment and say, this is why you need to become a Fight Life East Club member. What we are dealing with is a religious problem. Right. Yeah. We are dealing with a religious problem and we have idolatry. And because we have such a horrible form of ideology, we are being enslaved to the point that we can't make sense of this right here. Right. And, and, and and mainstream media are the acolytes of this false religion. That's right. They are constantly preaching to you about what you is morally right, okay for you to say or not to say. And this is why you're getting censored on Twitter and YouTube and Facebook and told, you know, no, you may not say this. Um, and they're, they're preaching a false gospel to you, which is a, a, a gospel of if you just obey the state. As a form of neutrality. Yeah, right. Like, no, yeah. This is not religious. Yeah. Yeah. This is yeah. not religious. Right. So, Hawaii. When did their inside mass mandate start? Uh, April 20th. Yep. Outside. Uh, July 7th. When did the spike happen? Wait, outside mass mandate? Yeah. Yeah. So they did it inside, yeah. and then they did it outside, Stop. and then it spiked. Yeah. Like massive spike. Masks. Kansas. This one cracks me up. Oh, oh my wow. goodness. He's this gone. one cracks he, he me up. July third, <laughs> the mass <laughs> mandate started. Oh my. All right. And then the health inspector came out August fifth and said, Hey, look, the mass mandate worked. That's what exactly You don't normally get an organ, they but came go ahead. Out to, the health inspector's like, look, my mass mandate worked. No, it didn't. I'm gonna justify my mass mandate. Okay, okay. So August fifth, and then what happened? Oh, uh, you don't know. It spiked. It spiked. It spiked. <laughs> Mass don't, mass don't work. work. No, they Thank don't. you. Okay. Thank you. Okay, you don't. All right, I'm West Virginia. Going. Okay, well, we're bringing the mass oh, mandate West start. Virginia. July 6th. July 6th. I'll answer my own question. Okay. July 6th. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. When did, the ma- when did the spike happen? Look at all those spikes. Right that, after that. Even yeah. the dips are a spike in right. this map. I don't know. If I didn't know better, I would say that the mask mandates mm. made it worse. Mm. I want to go to a country now. Uh oh. Okay. <laughs> Philippines. <laughs> They started their mass mandate back at April 2nd. Right. Mm. And they're like North Korea when it comes to their mass mandate. Okay. Right. Sh- I mean, well, they're like, shoot you if you don't I, wear your mask? Not quite shoot okay. you. Okay, they right under but, North Korea. But they'll arrest you. Shoot you with the paintball gun. Yep. Before April, South Korea, they write <laughs> a BB gun. <laughs> April 2nd. Okay. And okay. look at that. I mean, if, they, if you look cut at that chart, if you cut it off at like May thirtieth, you could you could maybe squint and say, "Well, maybe that helped." Hey guys, it didn't help. Uh, they crushed the curve, though. <laughs> Francis Fukushan. <laughs> what is wrong with France? Don't, don't oh. use his name in vain. Come on. What now. is wrong with France? I got all the, you see all those droplets just spewing from my mouth. Yeah, you need yeah. a mask. Aerosol. When it, when it, aerosol. I had real droplets though. Uh, March seventeenth. Look at that full national lockdown. Right. 
And they're like, hey, look, it worked May 10th. Oh, no, no, they actually did a no, mask mandate. No, they locked down, they do the mask mandate. <laughs> May 10th. And then they have fines for not wearing masks July 20th. Yeah. And then immediately, as soon as, I mean, it's almost like God says, as soon as you start getting really stupid. Yeah, I'm look, gonna, it's going to spike. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to dump it on you. It's going to spike. You know, yeah. you, know, you know that God is the one who's, who sends plagues. That's right. That's right. And, exactly. That's right. right? And, and what God did with the COVID is he took this little virus and went, dink. Yeah. And look at the world. At one point, look at the world. At one point, Think. half of the world's population was shut down. But yep. this is this is a plague. This is a plague of insanity. It is. This is yep. not like we haven't been had sicknesses no. before. No. This is a different kind of plague. No. No. This is one of complete insanity. Did you right. just see what right. just happened here? Like and and, and panic though. And panic. And, right. And and it's and it's. I mean, you use the price of panic. Yeah, but it's 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 like God says you're scared of these things. So I, so I will send more of the plague on you yeah. to make you more scared, to make you more stupid. Ugh. This All is right. this is what happens. And, and okay. so real quick. No, before, no, we can't can't, can't we keep we don't have time okay. to go to this one. But okay. we we save it for the third segment. Can okay. This is this is a very important video on mass That's talking right. about how they do not work. You do not want to miss this. Yep. But but first, right. we have to take a break and then we're going to come back with Jay Richards. Yeah. And then this and so, he's going to make Knox really mad. Oh my god. Just goodness. get ready. More cross really politics. Fun. It's kind of fun when Knox gets mad. Don't miss out. Coming up next. Funny when. Hi, I'm Robert Borton, CEO of Classical Conversations. Our most precious commodity is time. No one has ever lied on their deathbed wishing they had spent more time making money. They all wish they had spent more time creating a legacy. Our modern education system steals that legacy, steals that time from our children. That's why I'm passionate about homeschooling. That's why at Classical Conversations we want to give you more time to create that legacy, follow your passions, and glorify God. Visit classicalconversations.com for more information. I'm ready. Okay? I'm ready. <laughs> this is this is a different morning for me. It sounded like something was dying. I know. It's like yeah. a cat. somebody ran over a cat or something. Oh, someone got COVID in the room or something. Oh, oh. welcome back to Cross Politics. <laughs> uh, this segment is brought to you by I don't know what one hat. Let's do one hat. All right, one hat. <laughs> That's how we do it here. There yeah. we go. Must be nice to be a one sponsor. One hat technology. There we go. Look them up. Hey, with us on the line right now in in the in the flesh in the in the Skype flesh in the Skype flesh is yeah. uh, Mr. Jay Rick Richards, assess, assistant research professor in the School of Business and Economics at Catholic University of America. I'm surprised he still got a job. <laughs> He's the executive editor of the Stream and oh. senior fellow at the Discovery Institute. Uh, where he works at the Center on Wealth, Poverty, and Morality. He's author of many books, including the New York Times bestsellers Infiltrated, Indivisible, as well as Money, Greed, and God, which Great book. was um, yep. why we had Jay on the first time back four in, years ago. In, like, four years ago, we yeah. interviewed him about yeah. that book, Money, Greed, and God. Also, The Hobbit Party, which I, I'm really intrigued about. Ooh. The Vision of Freedom that J.R.R. Tolkien got and the West forgot um and um he is the author of this brand it was one of the authors of the brand new book the price of panic how the tyranny of experts turned a pandemic into a catastrophe uh and we are grateful to have jay back on cross politic thanks for joining us again great to be with you guys so put COVID 19 in context for us with all the other viruses and pandemics like of the last century Without all the other hysteria, mm-hmm. how bad is it? 
It's about like the Hong Kong flu of 1968, which anybody that's alive probably doesn't even remember that that happened. Mm -hmm. So uh, about a million attributed deaths worldwide to Hong Kong flu. If you go back a decade before to 1957, 58, you've got the Asian flu. We think that was about 2 million people. But remember, that's 2 million in a much um, smaller population. And so it, that's why we think it's about like the Hong Kong flu, probably. Uh, there was no planet-wide panic. There were no population-wide lockdowns. Economies didn't shut themselves down. It was about like that. The problem is that the kind of initial computer model that, that shut down the world assumed it was as deadly as the Spanish flu, which killed maybe 40 or 50 million people. Um, and based on that assumption, it, it terrified everyone. And then we decided to implement this policy of population-wide lockdowns, which had actually never even been tried. Mm. So we responded to something before we really understood its risk. And then the tool of choice is something that had massive um, secondary costs that didn't have anything to do with the, the pandemic itself. So if this is something we've never tried before, never been done, wh- why? Why now? Why do we do this? It's essentially a hypothesis sitting in the bowels of public health bureaucracies waiting to be tested. We tell the story in the book. It started actually, uh, again, as a speculative model by a high school science student (laughs) in Albuquerque, New Mexico. I'm not making it up. The New York Times broke the story. Uh, Her dad works at Sandia National Labs, and she wanted to see, well, what would happen if you did lockdown to affect uh, the spread of uh, essentially a flu virus in, in her school? And so, of course, in the model, she assumed the lockdown would work and that's how models work they tell you what you assumed in the model and so they t- they give you what you told them to say um, and her dad found that intriguing so he and another scientist and his daughter actually co-authored an article in the CDC journal uh, it's worked its way through the bureaucracy and it effectively ended up being okay this maybe this is how we need to respond as opposed to a quarantine where you isolate the known sick and infected right. and then you do sort of special protection on the people that are at risk just shut everything down and the idea is that if nobody's moving around then they won't be able to spread the virus and so it has it was an untested hypothesis and just kind of waiting for the next pandemic in order to try and that's what we got in 2020 you, you know you, you know it. that was under the bush administration yeah i remember i remember yeah. that part it I, was under I, I re- exactly it I, was I read it i read it Gabe. oh oh i well, read the book yeah. i always read the books um I, yeah but i knew that before <laughs> the book I, jay I, i'm i'm actually i don't i can't even talk i'm so Help me understand this. With randomized control testing, we get multiple tests in a situation. Are we really basing our lockdowns off of one situation in a high school? Are you serious? Yeah, it's not. So it's not just the high school. That's where it started. What it is is it's speculative models that assume this. We absolutely don't have random controlled trials for Stop. something like this. It'd be almost impossible. Yeah, it's it's a lot of things like this sound crazy, but this is one of them. The other thing that's crazy is that the guy that uh, is in charge of global health policy, the the director general for the World Health Organization, is a member of the ethno-nationalist Communist Party in his native Ethiopia. So the guy's a communist. I mean, it sounds like this sounds like a conspiracy theory, but there are several of these things that you know. I always tell people, look, you're just going to have to Google this and not trust me because it sounds too crazy. I'm going to go make myself a foil hat right now. For the rest of the interview, I'm getting a I'm getting a tailor made one for myself. Well, well, have you seen um, Joe Biden's his first act as as president is to try and get a handle on the coronavirus, and he has like seven point list. Have you seen that list at all? Oh, absolutely, I sure have. So then, are you freaking out at all when he talks about reconnecting with 
with the who and, and, and getting them back involved again? Absolutely. I mean, it's just absolutely crazy. I mean, we know that the World Health Organization was carrying water for the People's Republic of China. The Atlantic Magazine reported that. So this isn't just me saying that. They spent five or six weeks saying, first of all, oh, no, there's no human to human transmission. And then it's not a big deal. Um, the, yeah. You know, we would have been nice to have known what was happening in China in January. That could have given us some crucial sure. data. Uh, and then the World Health Organization and uh, Director General Tedros, he glommed on to this Imperial College London model, which is why that it's kind of got the the significance that it had. It should have been ignored uh, and said it was treated as if it was sort of rock solid science. It was a speculative computer model, assumed an infection fatality rate of 3.4%, which we very quickly knew was just not true. Um, and so it's just a, one series of mistakes after another. And so this idea that we're going to now sort of reattach ourselves to world the World Health Organization, after President Trump wisely has distanced us, I mean, it's it's one of it's basically every element of the Biden plan is is depressing to me, quite frankly. <laughs> so what, the title of the book is "Price of the Price of the Panic," um, and um, my my question is: so um, you wrote this? I mean, it, I don't know when it went to pre, you know when you sent it off, but like your your statistics yeah. kind of um, end in like May or June. Um, it's been a few mm -hmm. more months now. Um, surely the price has gone even higher. We now have, um, you know, Chicago going back into lockdown. We got New York City going yep. back into various kinds of lockdowns. California got regulations Thanksgiving. on Thanksgiving yeah. and yeah. Christmas. So, um, can you summarize, you know, what, what has been the price of this panic and why doesn't anyone seem yeah. to care? Yeah. Well, the, the reason no one seems to care is that we treated this as a one-sided risk. So we assumed yep. that the only danger was deaths from the coronavirus. Right. And we didn't think about the fact that, well, responses have risks too. You know, like if you right. chop your head off to get rid of a headache, that's a big cost. <laughs> um, and so that's the problem. And yeah. so we treat it as this something in which almost anything that we can do is going to be worth it. As it is, the, the lockdowns cost, about, cost us about a trillion dollars a month. So at least those first three months, uh, every single month, a trillion dollars. Wow. Um, we know we have 41 million new jobless claims from those initial lockdowns. Some of those have returned. Tens of thousands of, of businesses that were destroyed that will never return. So at least at least 75,000 excess deaths of despair. So above, that is suicide, drug, and alcohol overdose, above what you would expect statistically. So that's fully attributed to the lockdowns. Probably 80,000 missed cancer screenings just from that first three yep. months, and that's yep. just cancer. Uh, then add heart disease and everything else that people get sick of and, and, and die from. You very quickly actually add up the cost just in terms of human lives. You end up with as many people killed from the lockdowns as attributed to the coronavirus itself. That's a massive cost. And as you say, of course, it, yeah, it's still going on. We had to sort of stop our number calculations with the data we had in the middle of the summer. But we, we were able to project, given what we knew, right. what the likely long-term effects of this were going to be. Wow. This makes me so angry. I, I don't know how – you're probably in the middle of it more than I am, but every time I try and say that to someone and try to communicate that to someone, it doesn't seem like that seems to shake them nearly as much as COVID-19. You know, that doesn't seem to yeah. catch, get any headway. Like, I can't seem to get their attention with this. Why isn't that working? And it, I guess my real question is how is it that we were able to allow the government to get us to this mm -hmm. place where we would allow such a thing to happen and give up the liberties that we have um, that we hold so precious to even get us to this place right now. 
Well, I think the way we got to this place is, first of all, there's a whole story about the public health bureaucracy, because this was not a matter of science speaking and us responding. There were scientists across the spectrum saying, look, this is a bad idea. We don't know enough about this. Don't lock down. But you have a few officials in the public health bureaucracies that have a, a really a disproportionate, disproportionate amount of power to influence what politicians and prime ministers and presidents do. So there, that's part of the story. The way we got here, though, is that it was a public health crisis. If we think of, if we had been told, the government told us, you can't go to work, you can't go to school, you can't go to church, and it's for your own good, right? None of us would have complied with that. No, no. no one left, right, or center would have done that. Instead, we were told, okay, this is a virus and a lot of people will carry it asymptomatically. So you might be fine, but you go to you go to church, right? And you sneeze and the old man in front of you catches it and you'll kill him, right? right. So right. essentially, it was a kind of a moral jujitsu in which our own proper concern for other people is effectively used against us. And wow. so it's a really, really powerful tool for getting populations to comply. Wow. Jay, it seems like, like you're really just what you're describing is kind of a, a people who's kind of morally weak and a people whose rationale is is weak as a country mm. as a nation yeah uh, i mean yeah i mean how do we that's get out definitely of that? <laughs> a, a factor how yeah. do we get out of it the other thing is that i mean the reality is we're social creatures um and so we once we get into a panic we have a hard time using our reason that's really the problem and so this is why these kind of statistical mm -hmm. arguments don't work we recognize past social pandemics everybody hears about the dutch tulip craze and different things like this but what's the real work is to be in the middle of a social contagion a social panic and to be able to recognize the signs of it and then work your way out and that's the problem because of the power of social media the, because of the power of media to be amplified by social media and the media's motivation just to panic us um, it's worked really, really well. And so, you know, I honestly thought by November, this would be after action conversation. What's right. happened though, is that fully half the population is still absolutely terrified. Yeah. Right. At some point, if say 75% of the population says, okay, enough, then I think it has to end. But as long as a majority of the population are willing to comply, I mean, it, it could go on who knows how long. In your book, you talk about some of the other countries that didn't do lockdowns, didn't do um, these draconian measures, um, and and they statistically often did better than the countries that, that did those lockdowns. Can you talk a little bit about that? And then again, why, are those statistics making any headway with anyone? Well, there, I can say, you know, we do a lot of detailed statistical analysis in the book, and we think we show fairly decisively there's no sign in the case curves and death curves for any place that government-imposed lockdowns made any difference. You just do not see any signal in the noise from government-imposed lockdowns. The irony is if you look at all the countries and all the states, as you said, actually the places that did lockdowns tend on average to do worse than the ones that didn't. Now, we're not saying that that proves causation. Right. Right. It's just that, but you can't prove, say there's causation the other, the other way, way if there's not even That's correlation, exactly right? right? That's right, yep. um, and, yeah, and then you've got, of course, East Asian countries like Taiwan, where my co-author Matt Briggs, he was locked down in Taiwan the whole time we were writing the book. He got trapped there. <laughs> um, it, J Japan, Vietnam, these countries did not have lockdowns like we had in the West, um, and they didn't suffer many deaths. Now, I do think that East Asia seems like they might have had some pre-existing immunity because they just did 
better than everyone else for right. whatever reason. But then you have other countries, we think like Sweden, for instance, which you know people say, well, it had worse per capita deaths than its neighboring Norway, which is true, but it had lower per capita deaths than its neighboring Belgium, which was had draconian lockdowns. It's better off than the UK, which has had draconian lockdowns. Right. We think the one mistake Sweden made is they did not focus enough on the nursing homes early mm -hmm. on. They didn't really realize how risky it was for elderly people. Mm -hmm. uh, and so if you look, most of their deaths are in the nursing homes. So we honestly think have all things being equal, the best response that has the lowest cost and the highest benefit is going to be one that lets most people live their lives and make kind of private judgments about the risk and really focus public health resources uh, on the most at-risk population, which happens to be the same population that's not in the workforce and not in school. Is, is that what you mean in the book when you talk about um, pit choosing freedom over central planning? Absolutely. I mean, the reality is we th we don't think that there is nothing whatsoever that any of us as individuals can do to, say, reduce the risk of catching something. I mean, obviously, we all adjust ourselves. If we hear, oh, there's a bad flu season, right. you know, I'm, I'm at risk, I'm going to do. So, um, but notice we're using our local knowledge in that case, right? We know exactly what our situation is. And so what we suspect is that the minute people heard about the coronavirus, People adjusted accordingly. And then a couple of weeks later, in many places, you got these government-imposed lockdowns, and then they don't make any difference. So the, the imposed lockdowns, um, these kind of centralized responses end up being all pain and no gain. But the claim's not that just there's nothing whatsoever we can do. It's just that it's the kind of thing that's governed mostly by local knowledge, and then the cost of this centralized action, it just ends up being hugely costly and, and not at all beneficial. Do, do masks work, Jay? Well, it, the word mask is just too vague to even be able to answer the question. <laughs> <That's right. That's laughs> the stuff right. that we're, let me put it this way, the stuff we're doing, most of us, probably makes no difference, right? These surgical masks in which you, they're not fitted to your face, they're not, change, they're not blocking aerosols, uh, they're not going to do anything. If you've got a properly fitted N95 clean mask that, you know, fits your face and you don't have a beard, it's going to probably reduce the likelihood of transmission. But that is completely unrealistic for 99% of the population. And so that's why um, even the World Health Organization this time last year said, no, masks for the general population. There's just too many variables. There's no reason to assume that would work. And there's even kind of weird trade-offs. If you've got a dirty mask, for instance, you wear a mask for an hour in a, in a bad room, right? You've been sort of filtering the air. And so in some ways, the riskiest surface in the room is the outside of your mask. And we all know perfectly well what we're doing with these masks, right? It's just, it doesn't make any sense. It's hygiene theater more than anything. Wow. Yeah. Hygiene and, theater. And virtue signaling, I think. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to yeah, go. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to go deep into the woods here, Jay. Don't get mad at me for this. But all right. um, <laughs> the way that we've been able to maneuver a large portion of the world, do you think that COVID-19 mm -hmm. is helping usher in the, the Great Reset? And did we end the book talking about some of these things, and I honestly think, um, first of all, the Great Reset's a real thing. It's another one of these things that I thought this has to be made up. Nope, right. it's real. Yep. Um, I, I would put it this way, is that the people that would like to control the world are watching very closely 
what mm. works, right? They know yeah. perfectly well. There's certain things that people would just not put up with. I've got one of my best friends is is Swiss, and the Swiss are very protective of their their personal freedoms. Um, Americans are generally very protective of our personal freedoms and their freedoms of association. Um, and yet, look how almost everyone complied with almost no objection. Yeah. Everyone's going to notice that. And so, what I think is likely to happen is that public health emergencies will be the tool of choice in the future yeah. for controlling population. That's so, good. Jay, what do we do? Yeah. I mean, you, you give us this book and you feel like you, you like you, I mean, I'm kind of like Knox. I'm not, I'm not maybe quite as worked up as Knox yet, <laughs> but he's about to get me worked up. <laughs> and it's like, I, I want to, you know, I want to go do something. I, 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 yes. I hate the fact that my freedom's been taken away. Yeah. Um, we got lied to, we got conned. Mm-hmm. So what do we do? Well, I honestly think, I really do think that it's still in the hands of the public because the truth of the matter is, first of all, in Wisconsin, for instance, a judge just struck down what the, the, the yep. governor was doing there. For the second uh, time. Almost none, no governor. Yeah, the second time. Governors have about a 30-day window, for the most part, for emergency powers, you know, in case there's an alien invasion or something. Okay, right. that makes sense. Right. All the months out from that, though, and the problem is, is that churches aren't doing anything about it. Uh, mm. Other groups here in Washington, D.C., for instance, I'm so angry that, you know, the archdiocese has not objected. It was... It, it, fell to Capitol Baptist Church and Mark Dever in D.C. to finally say, this is ridiculous. I'm going to challenge the, the city. And they're winning. But the truth of the matter is that should have been happening from the beginning because right. they're all in very shaky legal territory. And the reason is because a lot of people are just still scared. And so that's why we thought we got to write the book and talk about it to persuade people. Okay, look, this is a real vibe virus it bears some risk but what we're doing makes absolutely no sense and we've been conned once a large enough segment of the population believes that and starts acting with respect to its kind of legal responses and public responses and appropriate levels of, of defiance then i think that at least in the united states it will just have to end but we're not there yet well of course if you're mayor bowser though that doesn't apply to you Right. right, you can go right. to Delaware no. and come back, got, and it's essential travel. All right, last question I got absolutely. for you is: I know you're Roman Catholic, but what about the other authors? Was this an ecumenical job, or is it just, a, <laughs> is it, or is it just Catholics coming is out? Is, is this is this just a papist <laughs> book? We need to know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We tried to hide that. Yeah. So Briggs and I are Catholic. Uh, Briggs, I'm actually a Catholic convert. Briggs, I think, is a lifelong Catholic. Doug Axe is actually Baptist. Oh, good. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Oh, okay. What kind of Baptist? <laughs> yeah. What kind of Baptist? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. I think he considers himself Southern Baptist, but okay. he's in California. So I don't know what, you know, yeah. discount yeah. that. So no Presbyterians uh, wrote the book. I know. Where no are Presbyterians? the Presbyterians? Come on. We'll work on you said tulip earlier. Hey, Jay, I want to have you back on the talk. That's right. We want to talk uh, maybe as Joe get, Biden gets in office, kind of yeah, what you think yeah. the future is going to be yeah, there. Yeah. Talk about that a little bit maybe next time when you come on the show. Yeah. Price of Panic, yeah. Jay Richards, thank you so much for joining us. Cross Politics. You got to get this book. That's it's great. phenomenal. It's great. Yeah. More Cross Politics coming up next. So in 2016, we found out that our youngest son, Asher, had cancer. And I will just never forget crying in the lobby of the hospital on the phone with the Samaritan Ministries person on the other end who was you know, who ended the call saying, let's just pray about this. When it does hit you and you really wonder what's going to happen, it worked. It continues to be affordable, it works, and it pays the bills. I appreciate Jay. Yeah. Yeah, I th- yeah he's, he's on my list of... of uh, 
Favorite Roman Catholics. Yeah. Favorite Papists. Yeah. You have a list? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do. How many on the list? Well, G.K. Chesterton. J.R. Tolkien. Yeah. You're running it for me. Um, Dang it. Uh, uh, what's uh, Anthony, our boy? Anthony Esselin. Yeah. He's one of my favorite. He's my favorite living papist. Uh, I thought you said yeah. Anthony Fauci. I was like, no. What? Anthony oh. Esselin. Okay, got you. Yeah. Sorry, and Anthony. And J. Richards, you're now on the list. Well, got it. I'm, you're on there. Hmm. But anyways, um, guys, uh, the price of panic. Got to get it. Um, Got to get it. Um, and the, the No one's talking about the collateral damages. Right. That are going on. Well, and every, anytime, it's unbelievable. You, anytime you bring it up, you're a heartless utilitarian because all you care about is money. Yeah, right. Oh. And, and, right. and one of the great things that he points out in the book is that it, we, are not, we are not comparing money to lives. Right. We are comparing lives to lives. The problem, of that's, course, that's is right. when, we, when we disconnected, um, I mean, the whole, like, we left the gold standard behind. We, yeah. we, now, we live in a country that thinks you can just print money right. on demand. Wait, yeah. you can't? Because, no, you can't. Oh. No, you can't. Hmm. You can't. Does the government know? Well, you definitely no. can't. Huh. No, but the they, government can. But, okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, usually it's called counterfeiting. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. And, and, unless, unless, unless the government unless, counterfeits. Unless the government Uncle, Uncle Daddy does it. Yeah, right, you follow that logic. Yeah, but anyways. Yeah. But, it, uh, it, but the thing is, just let me finish. Let yeah. me. Let me. It's his, it's his. Let me finish. Oh, is this his segment? This, is, is, my this se- is my show. You can have it next. I will give it to you in a second. The thing, though, is is that you have... um. When this, when this, when you disconnect it from real value, yeah, that it sounds like all you're saying is comparing lives to money, but money is a measurement of human production. That's right. It's yeah, a, it's a, it's a right. measurement of human life. You better say really that, good. right? So, so we're not being crass utilitarians. We're not being, uh, you know, mammonites or whatever. We're we're we're, ta- we're saying basically the, the the lost wages is lost time. It's we, lost we family. That's it's right. lost children. It's lost health care. It's lost all these things. It's That's lost right. life. You know, it's not. We're it, comparing life and life. You know, it, and it's it's not just that we've disconnected the. the um, with the printing of the money. It's not just that. What happened is, is really start with the family because money, economics, economic comes from family. It's house law, oh, you, right? Yeah. So, you, so you, if you do some, you should do some Greek in here. I'm, I'm doing some Uncle Gary up in this you're joint. Greek. God in government. Just speaking in tongues. And so when you mess up house law and how the family runs and operates right. and the values of that and what they right. produced for sale to trade with, oh. then all of a sudden, then yeah, money has no yeah. value anymore. Right. Uh, yeah, that's that's you know? really good. And, and so and it goes, it connects all the way out. That's a long conversation, but that's so true. When, yep. when you, when you, Kill the value of the family. Yep. That is the beginning of cutting the legs out Amen. from an economy. Absolutely. Amen. That is really good. Because that's thanks, what drives thanks, it. Thanks for connecting that. Okay, so, uh, Toby forgot this. Make sure you guys download the app. And we're also on <laughs> the Edify Network, too. E-D-I-F-I. Edify Network. Yeah, yeah. How about that? So what's nice about the app, especially like if you watch this show on the app, there's a bunch of links inside the notes that you can go to from the news stories that we're talking about. And some of the ones we might not actually get to that we say we're going to do. But you can click inside there and get to those news stories. And you should get the daily news brief. That thing is so valuable. We're doing Uh, it every day. On the app. We're trying to give you Christ-centered news with uh, with with truth to it. And we we were trying to build a full news outlet a news media outlet yeah. yep. um that is completely unashamed of the word of god that wants to see all the idols fall That's and right. just wants to tell you the truth about what's going and, on in the world and i'll tell you just just my prayer request this is a big one but i'm praying for a hundred thousand club members yeah eventually we'll i didn't have hundred thousand club members We're, yeah. we want to build a a, a, tr- a base of troops yes. you know uh to to quote stalin favor- favorably what stalin said i, I just need five percent of the population 
and and that's that's what we 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 think you know who's who's running our show right now who's running the u.s right now you know five percent of the population is running our show that's true but lgbt Is running our show. Um, there's only about can we five off million. Mic? There's only about five to six million I, I, LGBT people in the in the U.S. True. and they're that's the true. ones getting Obergefell. They're the ones getting Obamacare. But I, they're the ones getting transgendered civil rights. 1964, 1965. Instead of Stalin, I prefer Gideon. Um, I was thinking more like right. Jesus with the twelve, but that's okay. We can do Gideon too. I just yeah, said yeah, Jesus yeah. just needed twelve yeah. people. That's all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, that's the only time I'm ever going to quote Stalin favorably. Yeah, can we edit that part out? Babylon I'm, B <laughs> has the. This is the favorite. My favorite headline of the of the week from Babylon B, and it says "Evolution in Action?" Question mark. This baby was born with a mask on his face. <laughs> Oh, they, got, they got a picture of this baby with a, <laughs> with a mask on his on his on not, his face. Not, not in a democratic state. All right. That baby wasn't born at all. So we just got Ooh. done uh, our our news segment, and then Jay, um, uh, we were talking. To one of the things that in our news segment, masks don't work, and then Jay yeah. mentioned Jay talked a little bit about it too. Um, but one of the uh, hilarious things in all this is even though we're mandating masks in certain parts of the world or in our city, our city has a mask mandate. state of Idaho doesn't, um, yeah. although I wouldn't be surprised if our governor... It's probably going to come. It might be coming. Um, uh, they're mandating masks, and they're all wearing cloth masks. Like, that's right. the... That's the dominating yeah, mask that ba- everyone's wearing. Bandanas, pieces of random fabric over your face that do nothing. I got, I got, I got a little, little, little science. Oh. For you, if oh. I if I'm if if we're if our side is allowed to have science, oh. are we allowed to have science? No. Okay. No. Well, no. Um, just listen to this. Well, a randomized peer-reviewed study published in the BMJ looked at the efficacy of masks to prevent viral infection in hospital healthcare workers in 15 different hospitals. The participants were randomized into three groups. One group wore medical masks at all time on their work shift. A second group wore cloth masks at all time on their shift. And the third group, the control group, was allowed general practice. Free people. Which included occasionally wearing a mask or not wearing a mask at all. Here's what the study found. A percentage of healthcare workers in all groups contracted infections. But the participants wearing cloth masks had significantly higher rates of infections than the participants wearing surgical masks. In fact, healthcare workers wearing cloth masks were 13 times more likely to experience viral type infections than those wearing medical masks. Now here's what's even more shocking about the study. Not only were the rates of infections higher in the cloth mask wearing group than the medical mask group, the rates of infection in the cloth mask group were significantly higher than the people in the control group who were allowed to occasionally wear a mask or not even wear a mask at all. Wow. Please listen to that again. This real world setting, peer reviewed study found that you were more likely to contract a viral infection by excessively wearing a cloth mask than not strictly wearing a mask or wearing no mask at all. This is not to say that a mask cannot be helpful in acute situations, but being advised to wear a cloth face mask could be outright dangerous. The researchers found that the penetration of cloth masks by particles was almost 97% and medical masks about 44%. The medical masks didn't do particularly well, but the performance of the cloth masks were absolutely horrendous. The scientists in the study collected enough data to conclude that the wearing of a cloth mask can potentially increase your risk of getting sick. But the question is, why? The researchers stated that, quote, moisture retention and pore filtration 
may result in increased risk of infection with cloth masks. And that cloth mask should not be recommended. End quote. The data shows that the cloth mask material actually creates a reservoir for pathogen growth. A wet, trapped environment where your own microbes, as well as pathogens from the environment around you, increasingly stick to the mask and colonize. <laughs> where in the natural world, your droplets would be diluted into the air. Natural world. You are, in essence, creating a wet microhabitat on your face that can make it even better at collecting other people's microbes on it. Ew. That's just what I was. What Doctor Richards was just saying. Other people's microbes. He was just talking about this. <laughs> By the way, I just okay. So we were watching our governor that's yesterday. Ba- that's back. To, that's I, back I, to I the charts. I know. Play the charts again, Gabe. <laughs> I mean, right? And that's real. You can start putting the masks on, and what, what happens? happens? It spikes. You guys remember what I was talking about this this past Wednesday about the poopy water. Do you have to bring that up I, again? I do because I, I I need to beat this dead horse. My turn. Um, <laughs> so the world can see a problem. But because they're steeped in sin, when they go to clean a situation, they are cleaning the situation and dipping the mop in poopy water and cleaning the floor. Mm. This is what it looks like. Yeah. When, when This is what it looks like when unregenerate people try to solve problems. <laughs> what they end up doing is putting something on right. your face that makes you more likely to catch the disease that you're right. trying to stay away right. from. I, I, no, I'm, I'm, <laughs> That's the situation. I'm, I'm completely convinced that in hopefully within decades, but at least within centuries, People are going to look back on this moment yeah. and be like, they, there was this massive idiocy Absolutely. that overtook them. Absolutely. In the face of scientific studies. That's right. That all the way up to last fall, the WHO, the CDC were saying there are no scientific studies that demonstrate that widespread use of, of masks is useful for the public. For the in, general population. From, for these kind of yep. um, uh, transmitted um, sicknesses, yep. especially not cloth masks. Right, yep. right. And, and all the science says this, and then they go crazy. They go bat crazy. Right, yep. right. And and it's gonna be like it's gonna be like how you know people used to like cut people and bleed them in the Middle right. Ages. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Or, or, or how about this? Remember sure, leeches, wear, put leeches, uh, put leeches on them, and they're like, because right. why? Because we need to get the bad uh, humors. We need to bloodlight them. It was totally yeah. based on completely crap science. Just keep it in the mask uh, situation. Remember those beak masks that we had? Yeah. Those, that was the same sort of science. Yeah, they would put like herbs and herbs stuff and in there because they, they thought if you breathed in the right herbs, it would sort of fight the. And that actually makes way more sense to me than. <laughs> I'm just saying, but you know, so if you want to watch this video that That's we just right. played is about an hour long. Yeah, you yeah. can find it at the modelhealthshow.com forward slash mask facts. You go there. Say that one more time. My, I'm, we're going to put. I'm not going to say it again, only because I want people to go to the app, oh. download the app where you can find the link and just click it and go to it. So you don't have to type it in. Ooh. So that's why I'm not going to yeah. say it again, unless yeah. you're going to rewind this. But <laughs> if you go to the website, this website has the best. Um, systematized way to grab all the information that you need on mass facts, all the studies, where mass actually started from, why they started them, if they actually work in regular situations with doctors, all the, I mean, yeah. all of the randomized control testing, it's and right he here. links to all the studies. He, all the studies are everything. right there on the website. Yep. It's not hard to find. I've shared this website so many times. Um, but it does, yeah, yeah. I, so I was thinking about the fact that right now, if you take the narrative back, just a few months, it almost feels like years, just a few months back to March, like you were saying, I was thinking there was no way that you would be able to get people um, to the place where they, you couldn't tell people that come November, the government is going to be telling you yeah, how, you how many people you can have in your house on Thanksgiving. Right. If, if you would have, yeah. came it would from never the, worked. If we go back right now in time, and yeah. do you have that clip of the, the Jewish family? The Jews. In, in New York. Yeah, play that clip. Yeah. 
You have a noise complaint. You stop. I have to breathe in my face. I'm the one wearing a mask. You have a glove. You have a glove. You're in my house. You're in my house. The owner here. But we had a complaint about vehicle parking in the front. Then I look up and you have over ten people in a crowd. So what? Now it's an issue. That's right. What is the issue? Exactly. The issue is. This is not a party, there's no Stop. music, this is simply a simple thing, they have a few friends together. What is the issue that you need supposed to come into my house and tell me that it's okay for a police okay. officer to walk into my house and come say on. it's okay? When you are the police officer, yes. you know the laws, you know the rules, yes. you can't walk into my house okay. and tell me that it's okay. You would have been a normal person, you would have walked out and said, okay, can I talk to you? Fine, I can listen to you. Instead, you're just backing that up again and again. We're past that. We're, we're past, past that. that. Yeah, he tried to slam it on me. I'm trying to talk. Cause ain't your house. It's my house. This, you were standing here when I came down. I didn't see anything. I told you, can I ask him to the house? You guys came. I'm gonna let you know what you, what you just did. As he was walking out, he saw us. Ran back inside. See that this, this I wish we could go. I think this from about a month ago. Yeah, this is from about a month ago. I wish yeah. we can go back in time and talk to ourselves in March. Yeah. Because we got General Magic. Remember that remember that film I keep yeah. talking about, Uncle Gary yeah. was talking General yeah. Magic, that was the film where they create they had they understood cell phones, they knew watches, they understood the future of technology, and they said, We're gonna make a piece of technology that everybody needs, the cloud. They brought it out and released it, but no one bought it. Mm. No one had the foundations or the the um the platform that they needed it in their lives whatsoever right they didn't okay. need it and so what what happened was 17 years later the ipod came out right and, and uh, mp3 players first and steve jobs saw the opportunity right. now to start discipling right. people to cell phones right. to the cloud to right. all these platforms <laughs> well this is what's happened to us except it's happened in a negative way they have slowly right started bringing in and ushering a platform to b do this to us. Right. We would have never accepted this back That's in March. Right. We're going to be checking That's on right. your family gatherings to see if you have more than 10 people in there. We would That's have, if, if a governor would have told us that we are going to have to have a Thanksgiving with 10 people in our home, we would have said, you lost your whole mind. You better get from here. Or you can't even do it inside. You have to do it in you a park. You have to do it outside. Hey, and, <laughs> yeah. and if they would have given us a way to handle the food and how to cook our food and who can touch the food and who can't, if they would have told us that back in March, we would have said, you know what? Y'all done. We're going to take our risks. If you the think Black Lives Matter is crazy, but, we about to show y'all crazy. Yeah, exactly. The governor of California is recommending that everyone bring their own dishes to the Thanksgiving right. and, and eat your, out of Nox, your own dishes. Nox, I, I really want to I really want to think that you're right. But, um, but no, here, here, see, oh, here's the thing. Yeah, I know. We just elected Joe Biden. I know. But, but, but wait, wait, wait. That's even – we did that. We did that and he's, because they he's, used it. He's writing, though – He's, he's writing on his platform was shutdowns and mask mandates. Yeah. 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 We, we just, yep. I mean, it's, but that's six, even six months of it though. I think that's proven my point. We turned so fast because they did this so well. They did it so incrementally. We just, hey guys. And, and the way that Jay was talking about it too, they used the very love your neighbor. Right. They used the Christian standard to bring right. in right. this. Right. Yeah, and, people and, who think it's fine to murder a baby up to the day before it's born. But they didn't drop it on us at one time. They didn't drop it on us at one time. They gradually brought it in to the point that now we're like, oh, wow, I guess we got to. And they use fear to do it. And, and, and so, like, you're right. We did. We did select Joe Biden, but we did it over a period of time of being disciple. And we were so we should have really fast discipleship program. That's my that's that actually which, what scares it, me, which, which, which means which fast, means yeah. that we were primed for it. Well, you know what? We were ready that's for That's exactly it. right. A man that yeah, has an affair with right. a woman doesn't that's just right. happen overnight. No. Yeah. 
But you know, something happens, got, it triggers because he's already allowed a certain foundation to be built up. Well, he got there in his heart and his that, mind he's first. He's been lying before. and lusting and lying yeah. and lusting and justifying and making yeah. excuses for a long time. That's right. And so, like, when I look at this, I'm like, man, they have. So, our way out of this, as I think about this, I'm trying to figure out, we can't, I want to flip the switch and it happens and it goes back to normal or at least some form of new sanctified normal. Yeah. Mm. But I think the process is still going to have to be the same and it can happen within nine months. Mm. But I'm trying to figure out what is the thing that, and that's why I'm asking Jay and we keep talking about this. Where's the inroad here yeah. to, to get this? And I, I'm hoping right now in this season, in this Thanksgiving season, in this Christmas season coming up, I'm looking at the church yeah. and I'm saying churches have to see this and have to say, wait a second, these guys are not elders in our churches. Right. They're not deacons. They're not our head. They're not our gods. Mm-mm. Why are why are our doors closed? Right. Why are we listening? Who, who gets to decide right. um, who doesn't go to grandma's right. funeral? Right. No, we 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 have brought this on ourselves. Yeah. We have chosen it. Yeah. yeah. We have chosen it. We've, I, we 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 dis, we 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 deserve this. Absolutely. I, I still keep thinking that we're, I'm going to wake up. And this is just all one wild, it's crazy not, dream. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, what America do we live in where our mayor on March 20th and the city council voted to shut down businesses in downtown? The kind of America that's what? afraid yeah. of its While own shadow. They told, they told my buddy that he could not work and provide for his family in the name of his health. Yeah. Right. Right. While our mayor continued right. to take his taxpayer and funded paycheck. And we let him. And yeah. we, they oh, represent yeah. us on, rightly. On March 25th. Yeah. Our governor shut down all the businesses in Idaho. All right. the, right. oh, excuse me, non-essential businesses. Right, in Idaho. right. Unless, unless, unless you're a liquor store, yeah, well. or, or or a pot shop in California, right, or have, or, or a or casino a, in Nevada, or abortion clinic, or abortion clinic. We have what America do we live in? But we have an opportunity coming up in this season, yeah, to start turning the ship. Regardoes of who's president, it don't really matter. Right. It really That's doesn't right. matter. But Marching first things got to happen. Church has got to start having church again. Yeah, we, yeah. we need to get some chutzpah. But it's gonna st- <laughs> like, like our brother, like our Jewish. Jewish. <laughs> Those are my people. But That's right. In our homes, we need to set up set apart Christ as Lord. Yeah. And yeah. we need to do that in such a way that when we start having our Sabbath dinners, we are throwing massive parties and inviting people to come in and experience and taste the glory of God yeah. in our homes. Right. And then we need to go to church the next day and worship God like he's God. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then we need to go to work on Monday and mm-hmm. serve God with our hands at work on Monday and then love our wives. Yeah. Repent Amen. of our sins to yes. our wives and to our kids. Yes. You want to do something radical? Start, right. Daddy, start repenting of your own sins. Well, that's the thing is we, we, talk, we started this show talking about the idolatry that's, that's in, in, in all this. This is a religious problem. That's right. We have that a religious is. problem. That's right. All, all politics is fundamentally religious. Yep. It's, it's all serves a God. It's, it's, you know, right. it's, 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 it's all based on a morality. It's all based on who, who God is, what is truth, what is goodness, what is beauty. And so um, you, you, can't, you can't go down this path without worshiping a ton of idols, That's right. without having a ton of sin. Why are people afraid? Because they're guilty. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. guilty. We've said this before, but they're, they're afraid because they know they deserve God's judgment. They know they're not under God's blessing, and they know they deserve to die. They know they deserve that they're for their plans not to be established That's because right. they're not in fellowship with God. And so the only way to be free of your fear is to have your sins forgiven. That's yes. right. And, and that's also the only way to be able to see clearly and think clearly. Come on now. Right? Preach, man. Sinners are stupid. 
That's yeah. right. Right? That's, and that's what Romans 1 says. It says that when we think we know better and we worship the creation and serve the creation, instead of the creator, God turns us over to our insanity. And thinking that we're wise, we become, become utter fools. fools. That's right. right. And, then, and then you have two dudes humping each other. That's right. right. I mean, that, that's what you get. Right. It's, insanity. It's, it's that kind of insanity. It's the self-destructive insanity. But we've been celebrating that kind of insanity. <sighs> and you can't celebrate it out there. That's right. I mean, we celebrated it for decades. We said, you know, you have the right to murder your babies. Two dudes can shack up. And it doesn't matter. It's whatever private choices are. You can't do that for decades and then not reap this. That's right. This is the seed we've been sowing for all these decades. And this is what you get. You get government in your bedroom. You get government in your church. You get government telling you what to have on your face. And what they're having you do is actually hurting you. That's right. (laughs) It's actually making you more sick. And here's the insanity. Piles and piles of Christians are going along with it. That's right. And they're the ones saying, love your neighbor. I don't, I don't know. I just think you should love your neighbor. No, that's hating your neighbor. That's right. right. What you're actually doing is, is all the actual scientific evidence that there is, is the cloth masks actually make people sick. Yep. Right? What kind of idiots do we have to be? No, you, we just want you to look like you're loving your neighbor. Yeah, right. And actually, actually, exactly. and actually harming them. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, if that's the actual science and that's all the science we actually have, yeah. then that's what you're actually doing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so, this, so who's loving their neighbor? Yeah. We, we, our only way out of this that I, that I can see, because I'm looking for all the political moves, but I think we don't even have vision because we don't have the no. right type of, no. we not, we're not repenting of our sins. No. When I can't see something, the first thing I start thinking about is like, Lord, where is there sin in my life? Right. If there's sin in my life, can you point it out so I can repent of it? Right. Because right. I don't have any vision of how to move right now. And, and so, Lord, help me see right. clearly. Right. And so when, when you start doing that, then all of a sudden you start saying, okay, like, how am I doing with my family? You check in there. Right. You know, right. I, Nate was on the show last week and said, husbands, how many times have you been short-tempered with your wife's? Yep. You know, like, it's like, oh, Okay, yeah. well, let me check on that. How, how have you been? I was talking to Darren Down. He's like, you know what? I've just realized that I need to spend more time being very, very one-on-one with kids, with my kids. And really, because if I don't win there, then I don't win. Out. And it's, it's like yeah. there's so many it, things like right. that we can see out here. Like, where's the political moves? But the, the basic, most important political move we can have is to be sincere about our love towards God and our families yeah. at home. There isn't the, anything more important than that. And the thing to remember, though, is, is that if, if God is with you, um, then you have there's more on your side than on the other side. That's right. Yeah. Okay. This is this is what Deuteronomy promised. It said when God's with you, five guys will chase a thousand. Yeah. Right. But if God's not with you, then five guys can chase a thousand. You know, the yep. other way. Yeah. We that's what's happened. You were talking about the stats earlier. I mean, LGBT is what three percent of the population or whatever two yeah, percent of the population. Max, yeah. And right. they're chasing millions and millions of professing Christians. That's yep. right. Why? Because God's not with us. But if but when you say, you say well my you know I haven't repented for a long time my family's a mess I haven't walking with God right my church is a mess whatever it's like but when 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 Christians humble themselves and they repent and they just start putting tiny little baby steps one step in front mm-hmm. of the other and they say I'm, God I'm going to obey you today I'm going to confess my sin today I'm going to have a clean heart today I'm going to love my wife today I'm going to love my kids yeah. today the there is a disproportionate effect it's disproportionately powerful, yeah, particularly right. when men humble themselves and obey God. God blesses them. God's with them. And that's how you end up with like 12, you know, 11 fishermen yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who take over the Roman Empire. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not just a metaphor. When, when God says, walk in the light, he's saying that so you can see. Right? <laughs>
you know, <laughs> not it's just a metaphor, right? You know Amen. Saying? Well, you Amen. say man particularly because we want to be like the second Adam who took responsibility Amen. for his bride and not like the first Adam who didn't. If you're single, get married. If you're married, have kids. If you have kids, go baptize them. Until next week, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. This is Cross Politics. Download the app. Become a member. You're going to want all those links. Share the show. We did not design a cookie cutter curriculum meant to chop students into appropriately shaped submissives or snowflakes for the secular zeitgeist. We designed our curriculum the way we did because we want our graduates to be equipped to stand courageously against that destructive zeitgeist and to honor their maker and how they body, mind, and soul battle to save their communities and the entire Western world from our current diseased insanity. New St. Andrews College is not in the business of rubber stamping graduates for this particular job market or that particular career. We aren't happy unless our graduates are equipped to tackle any constructive cultural task anywhere, from courtrooms to hospitals to job sites to movie sets to the highest risk job in the most important setting of all the raising and training of the next generation of immortal souls around dining room tables and in pews. The world may have gone mad, but it's not the first time. It has been saved before and by particular people, many of whom shared a very particular type of education. Augustine, Calvin, Jefferson, Churchill, and many lesser-known heroes in times of madness all had one type of education, one type of training in common. And... It's the same kind of rigorous education we currently pursue surrounded by the rolling wheat fields of Idaho. By God's grace, our civilization will be saved or rebuilt from the smoking ruins. The men and women capable of such a task, capable of fearless joy and fiery laughter, all while undertaking such hard cultural labor, those are the kind of graduates we want, the kind we expect. They are why we exist and why we teach what we teach. So you might call it a major in world building, or culture shaping, or a major in saving civilization. We call it classical Christian liberal arts. New St. Andrews College, saving civilization since 1994.